Hello everyone and welcome to the fourth episode of our David Lynch retrospective. Wait, no, but wait a second. Do we, is this a, I think I said retrospective, but it's a marathon. <laughs> you keep saying retrospective, Why do I, I, say no, retrospective? I don't have the heart to go and say and correct you. No. So it's, no, it's a retrospective and a marathon. It's no, fine. No, it's a marathon. It's a marathon. I'm keeping this in, by the way, so don't worry. <laughs> I've been ruined by months of YouTube where there's people who do like full uh, videos about video game series and they always go, Welcome to the XYZ Retrospective. And so in my head it's a retrospective, but welcome to the fourth episode of the David Lynch Marathon, the Patreon exclusive series that me and Jakub are running, talking about the entire filmography of one David Lynch. And in this episode, we're talking about Blue Velvet, but before we dive in, Jakub, how are you doing? I'm are doing ex- well. Yeah. I'm doing well. I'm I'm fine. Uh, I just got out of a closet or something. It sounds wrong. <laughs> I was like, this is this is taking a turn. This is the, yeah, this is taking a turn. No, I just this is uh, this is me making a blue velvet reference. You didn't <laughs> spread any diseases today. No, I did oh. not do anything. Did not do anything like that. But I'm doing well. I, I'm 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 pumped and ready to rumble. So you know. Heck yeah, heck Over yeah. Over to you. <laughs> if, if you're listening to this on our Patreon, thank you so much for being a subscriber and for supporting the show. If you're not, what are you waiting for? This is, this is the place to be. You're just listening to a small snippet of our full-on conversation. So be sure to go on our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash pod to subscribe for just $3 a month. We get all the episodes for the David Lynch Marathon and movie tie-ins and movie retrospectives about the movies we're talking about on the normal schedule of the podcast. So just be sure to subscribe and follow us there. But without further ado, let's talk about Blue Velvet. Last time we talked about David Lynch was the year 1984. Dune had just come out. Massive bomb for Lynch as a filmmaker and for Dino De Laurentiis as a producer. Things didn't look particularly good for David, but, you know, he had a contract with good old Dino and the contract stated that after Dune, he could make a two-hour, six-million-dollar movie. And David Lynch decided to make Blue Velvet. Full creative freedom. No like fidgeting with the editing. You can do this, you cannot do that, blah, blah, blah. As long as it's two hours long, David, go insane. And so in 1986, David Lynch gave us Blue Velvet, the story of Jeffrey Beaumont, this, this young university student, goes back to his hometown of Lamberton, USA, to support his, his, his father, who got suddenly healed. He had a stroke goes to the hospital, and on the way back from the hospital, he finds a severed ear in a field. 
which is a very normal thing to find, you know, just walking around and find severed human here. Yeah, it's, it's normal. What and else do you think he found? <laughs> well, 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 I don't want to. Well, uh, oh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and this leads to a noir mystery that sees Jeffrey Beaumont, very clean cut, enter a world of crime, of intrigue, of of of, of drugs, of madness all surrounding the mysterious figure of Dorothy Valens, um, a, a nighttime singer who is involved in the, in the, in the Severed Deer case. And the Blue Velvet, when it came out, was controversial in ways probably no other David Lynch film really ever reached since. Because for the time, this was bold for the sexuality for the gray morality that's portrayed in the movie. One of the more famous cases about the film is that the jury and, and like the organization of uh, the organizers of the Venice Film Festival that year, they received a copy of Blue Velvet. David Lynch wanted it to premiere at the festival. And they said no, because actress Isabella Rossellini, who plays Dorothy Valence, <laughs> they said, this is, this is insulting. This is belittling to her. Kind of the same things that our good friend Roger Ebert said about the movie. Like they thought it was insulting to her and very humiliating, and they re- and humiliating to the legacy of her father Roberto Rossellini and her mother. And she's like, "Why are you putting your parents in, into this? What does it matter?" Oh, we don't very know. Conservative. It's shockingly conservative to the point that Lynch said, "This is the last time I'm coming to Venice," and it was <laughs> until wow. 2006 with Inland Empire, where they gave him the lifetime golden lion it's kind of like well i have to go now <laughs> but... no just boycott send send a native american i don't know do something <laughs> just send laura dern pick <laughs> up the, the prize and leave but anyway blue velvet it ended up becoming a big success critically commercially even it kick-started the career of kyle mclachlan here in the second role of the lynch film it kick-started laura dern's career who's now one of the biggest stars in america yes, she did. and I mean, she's. I mean, in in the like for people who don't only watch mainstream films, she's super beloved. Like people go bananas for Laura Dern. Well, I mean, she, she made she was in Jurassic Park. To be fair, she is an she she was an indie darling, right? So yeah, she was an indie darling. She she was in a Star Wars as well. I keep forgetting that, but she was. <laughs> she was actually yes. Yeah. <laughs> See, I keep forgetting she's in there. And then this was also, by the way, this was like the po- point of contention for all the sort of like unwashed sort of nerds, right? Yeah. Why is she there? Anyway, you were saying. (laughs) And this movie managed to pick David Lynch back up. He had, he fell down a step with Dune, but he got right back up with this. And he also earned a Best Director nomination, one of those rare instances where the only nomination that the movie received was for Best Director. And this is going to happen again with Mulholland Drive, which is just a fascinating. That's a second. After the Elephant Man, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Just confirming. <laughs> but Jakub, let's let's just talk about Blue Velvet. What was it like watching it the first time? How what was it like revisiting it? Give me all your thoughts. I'm excited. See, this is gonna be a hot take. Uh, or maybe not a hot take. Just like you know, just make sure you're sitting comfortably. I think I know for a fact I had seen it because I've seen. 
The, the only the, yeah, but now now I'm just doubting myself. I know for a fact I have seen it when I was 18 or 17. But I was sat down to watch this now, and I could not been remember a single thing. This was like a brand new experience to me. Oh, nice! It was great, but I was it was just this one. There are films like this that are like I like, or maybe that, that I just start doubting myself. Have I seen it actually? I think I have. Like Apocalypse Now used to be one of those that I spent like years thinking that I know this movie and I watch it. I'm like, holy shit, I don't think I've seen it to the end. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's great, right? But the, Or like Platoon was another one. Like, I don't know if Vietnam War films were like this. Really. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I don't, yeah. Interesting connections. No, so that's the hot take. <laughs> As in like, <laughs> you know, when you think about this is... <sighs> How do I... I come amazed this movie got made, let's put it this way. The balls on the on the producers to to go and say like yeah well we have a contract with poor old David like let's just let him do whatever he wants to do he did one of one for us one for the team let's 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 see what he has in store for just you know the one for him and then they see the rough cut and it'll be like I I have no idea who's going to go and see this because this is weird <laughs> it's a pervy movie and then. On the scale of, like, on the David Lynch scale of perviness or just the weirdness, it's still pretty tame anyway, when you think about this. It's it's a straightforward film as far as I'm concerned. There are a few elements here and there that are kind of just like, you'll be like, here's a dream sequence. Did you forget I made I make dream sequences? <laughs> um, but uh, I feel... Like I'm watching this, and I feel like this is this is this is the beginning of the picture of like when people say things are Lynchian. I don't want to necessarily say that they mean this that that this they are like blue velvet, but it's part of this picture. I think when people say Lynchian, they think Mulholland Drive. Uh, more. If you'd like to listen to this show in its entirety, head over to our Patreon over at patreoncom pod where for three bucks a month you will get access to many more bonus podcasts from us on Uncut Gems, such as tie-ins to our main show, themed retrospectives, and comprehensive director marathons like this one. patreoncom pod is the place. Head over there and subscribe. 